You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. The new book by Tal M. Klein is The Punch Escrow. Thank you for joining me, Tal. Glad to be here. This book has at its core a tech... You take a lot of spins on the technology of teleportation. It's not what we think it is, is it? Uh, it may be. <laughs> Depends on what you think. So tell. right now I, I look and I see it looks like uh, the teleporter on Star Trek, it's the gold standard. You just get in, it, the beam covers you in light, and then the beam unveils you in light someplace else. Uh, what's wrong with that scenario? The problem is that we are not beams of light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a beam of light. Oh, man. Uh, and and really, at the core of teleportation, it, it's a very violent technology, meaning that in order for teleportation to, to happen in, in our world versus the Star Trek world, uh, you have to destroy something in order to be able to move it somewhere else. And so it's an act of destruction and recreation. So... The book is titled The Punch Escrow, and this comes from there are two kind of accidents of technology that, that inform this book. The first involves the teleportation of a famous piece of art. The, the other inform, involves the teleportation of an absolutely unfamous and not individual. so wonderful individual. So tell us about the accident that involves the piece of art. So the Mona Lisa uh, in the first public exhibition of of teleportation as a you know uh, as a wonderful new freight technology is is being teleported from uh, Rome to New York, and uh, during that time a, a very unexpected event happens a a, a solar a solar a storm basically uh, creates a giant electromagnetic pulse over the uh, the Earth and and kills all of the technology and and the Mona Lisa is lost forever. Now, once this has happened, uh, that technology gets a whole second look. People become a little bit terrified of it. And what makes that technology safe for humans? The punch escrow is, uh, as the book title is, uh, is a mechanism that makes teleportation safe by creating an ephemeral cache of the person who's teleporting, such that... uh, as they enter the teleportation chamber, they don't get they don't become vaporized <laughs> until they have confirmed they are confirmed to have arrived where they're going. So in many ways, you arrive four seconds earlier than you left because uh, the the process of teleportation uh, uh, beams you there or whatever before you b- before you're actually destroyed. <laughs> now uh, it's it's the destroying part that uh, turns out to be problematic, <laughs> especially for a religious sect. So uh, tell us a little bit about the Gehenemites. The Gehenemites are uh, uh, a cult uh, that believes that teleportation is murder. And uh, they're, they're, up until the point, the events that happen in the book, they've been pretty much dedicated themselves to passive resistance and education, trying to get people uh, to be aware of, of how teleportation actually works. But most people... Have accepted have accepted kind of how it works. They don't really want to think about it too much because the benefits outweigh the concerns. And you know, certainly enough enough people teleported to have arrived at the other side and said, "Yes, I'm still me," such that uh, they don't really want to hear what the Gehenemites are talking about. And but the Gehenemites keep trying to educate the public until one of the Gehenemites gets impatient. There's a lot of hard physics in this book, and I think it's really uh, entertainingly. Um, 
embraced in these uh, a lot of footnotes. Tell us how the hard physics came there in such an undiluted form. <laughs> so the original form of this book was actually is a textbook from the future that explained the commercialization of teleportation. And there were footnotes from the smart-ass guy named Joel Byram who you know, was basically calling a bluff on everything that was in the textbook. And once I submitted the first draft to my publisher, they said, well, actually, this Joel Byram guy is a lot more interesting than your boring old textbook. But I'd done like three years of research <laughs> leading up to leading up to the textbook that uh, I wanted to, to save that. And it was a nice piece of it, it helped really ground a lot of the things that were happening in the book by tethering them to real science. And so, uh, ba- yeah, basically, we reversed the book. It became it became, uh, you know, a techno thriller. Uh, with a bunch of hard science in the footnotes that explains how the, the world operates. Uh, describing it as a techno thriller makes it uh, seem much more uh, comprehensible as to why it was uh, chosen to be a movie. Talk about that. Uh, you know, we talked about this notion of surrealism and existentialism as a result of as a result of teleportation. Nothing made me more feel more existential or surreal as having a call from Lionsgate saying we want to make your book into a movie, <laughs> because especially before it was published. So, uh, you know, I think that it's it's certainly a huge compliment to me. I, I wrote the I wrote the book to be very cinematic, mm-hmm. uh, and and so I'm glad they picked up on that. the The director they've chosen is James Bobin. He's doing the adaptation as well, and he's. Uh, he's the guy who created, uh, co-created Flight of the Concords, um, the Muppets reboot. So he has a lot of experience in in dealing with both turning existential angst into it, and giving it a comedic a comedic twist, mm-hmm. as well as uh, having se- sentient inanimate objects interact <laughs> interact with human beings, which are the two big elements of this book. So I, I'm very thrilled that, about. Uh, both Lionsgate and James Bobin. I think it's a phenomenal thing, and I can't wait to see this thing on the screen. The new book by Tal M. Klein is The Punch Escrow. Thank you for joining me, Tal. Thanks for having me. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony. 